Hello, I'm Amber. I'm a healer and a teacher. My website is www.sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. The work that I focus on is core wound healing, inner child healing, sacred union, and waking you up to your greatest potential. Today's podcast is looking at zombies and the very real threat of zombies. Um, I don't mean the type that you see on your TV screens or when you go to the cinema. I don't mean the type that you read about in horror novels. I mean the very real zombies that are walking the streets right now. And hopefully, uh, by listening to this podcast and through listening to this podcast, you can start to ascertain whether you have become a zombie also. So before you switch off or perhaps get even more interested or think that I'm a Looney Tune, what I mean by zombies are those that are steadfastly asleep and steadfastly manipulated by the mass media consciousness that we find ourselves in. In ancient times, there was a knowing that that which we took in through our senses, i.e. what we see, what we taste, what we touch, what we hear, what we experience affects our inner world. The ancient Egyptians knew that through eye contact we would be able to transmit to another healing. We would be able to transmit to them even thought forms, um, but ultimately we were able to transmit to another energy. And over time, this sacred practice, and it was a sacred practice, it's one that's taught in the angelic Reiki attunements of how to send healing through the eyes to another. And there is a very specific way that this is done. Through this sacred practice, over time, this became manipulated and it became a way of controlling another person by sending them something that was less than loving, that wasn't divine. Um... And how we see the control of it, the manipulation of it today, is through the media. It's through the images that we are bombarded with that are programming our inner consciousness to feel one thing or another. Now, I could go into the semantics of how this works and how sacred symbols have been taken, abused, misused, turned upside down and used for anything but a gateway to the divine and to a higher level of consciousness. But this isn't the place to do that. But what I will tell you is your way of ascertaining whether something is affecting your consciousness is how you feel after the experience. Because you are the greatest knower of yourself. So if you watch a film, if you have an interaction with someone, if you listen to a piece of music, if you eat some food, if you um, come into physical contact with someone and you leave the experience feeling happy, feeling clear, feeling enriched, feeling positive, feeling love in your heart, then you've probably experienced something that is connected to a higher level of consciousness and is bringing positivity, love, light, union, healing, whatever you want to call it, out into the world. If you leave that experience feeling icky, feeling dirty, feeling angry, feeling sad, feeling restless, feeling feelings you've never felt before, you've probably been zombied. You've probably been controlled in some way, consciously or unconsciously. And this happens all the time. I had an interaction the other day. I went to um, a salon to get a treatment. 
and uh, I'd had a good day that day. I was feeling really positive. Lots of lovely things had happened to me. Um, I'd sang along to some Marvin Gaye in my home, and then off I'd gone for my treatment. And I was having a laugh in the treatment, chatting away. And in the course of the treatment, this practitioner put their hands on my womb and my stomach, and I started to feel sick. And I really didn't like the fact that they were quite heavily placing their hands there because actually the treatment I'd gone for was a facial. So I felt really uncomfortable, but I didn't say anything. I, you know, I I was being polite. I was doing the right thing. And then in the course of this treatment, this practitioner suddenly put their hand on my third eye and sort of did did this little circular movement and um, I, I felt terrible. The treatment happened, I got my facial and I came back home and within an hour I got a blinding headache, a blinding headache, a migraine and I don't get migraines very often. Started to feel very sick, felt very angry, felt very restless, felt very sad, felt a lot of pain in my heart, a lot of pain in my womb. I wasn't feeling this an hour ago. I was feeling good, really good. It took me at least two to three days to clear whatever energy I picked up from this person or this person put into me willingly. It took me quite a while to clear that from my energy field because I'd gone to this treatment open. I'd gone there, you know, wanting to get a treat, wanting to be well looked after. I didn't think I'd have to go in there and put all my protection up, energetic protection up. It's just a small example, but I give you that example because maybe it'll trigger something in you and you might think, oh, you know what, I have that friend that every time I see them I always feel very angry afterwards or you know, every time I listen to that bit of music or every time I turn my TV on, at the end of the, you know, after three, four hours I'm feeling really drained. Now this is zombiedom. I see it as I walk down the streets. I see people glued to their mobile phones. I don't know what is so interesting on their mobile phone that they can't look up and look at the sky or look at another human being as the human walks past them. But there's something fascinating on that mobile. And it's so fascinating that they're unable to walk in a straight line. They're zigzagging down the road. You see people with their ear, but you know, their headphones in, listening to music and absolutely oblivious to the world around them. You see people reading these trashy newspapers, the Metro and what else that we get on our on our tubes that have very little editorial in them and a lot of fear mongering. Leafing through that, and all that they're doing is ingesting fear, hatred, bigotry, gossip, the lowest vibration possible. If you pick up a you know, in inverted commas, women's mag, or you pick up a a newspaper, a rag that's doing the rounds, you're predominantly going to get stories of death, terror, uh, racism, fear-mongering, anger. You're going to get some gossipy tales about this star that slept with that star. Um, You'll you'll get some other uh, fear-mongering about the weather, about food, whatever. That's what you're ingesting. You're putting that into your energy field. If you then switch on the radio or stick your headphones on and listen to some artist banging on about how um, they're going to kill so-and-so or they're angry at so-and-so or someone bleating on about how their heart is broken and they're never going to find love and, you know, all men are 
users and players or all women are manipulators or whatever you've put that in your energy field you listen to that song 10 times a day for the next 10 weeks and you've made that your new belief system because anything that we repeatedly um, engage with becomes a ritual and then it takes on a power of its own and now it's got a hold over us this is why ritual is so sacred this is why shamanism has ritual this is why we use ritual to heal but ritual can also be used to manipulate to dominate and to create disharmony you eat a certain type of food, um, an excess of food, a food that's full of uh, pesticides, a, a food that um, is full of chemicals, that's going to have an, a chemical effect on your body and create an imbalance in your body. You watch violence, you watch horror films, you watch pornography, you watch a low vibrational films or, or television that's about um, slagging people off or you know people saying nasty things to each other. You're going to create that energy. You're soaking it all in. You are underestimating how porous you are. You are underestimating your sensitivity. You're underestimating how much your senses are taking in all the time. You are willingly, willfully choosing to become a zombie. You are the zombie apocalypse if you tick any of these boxes. If you aimlessly, mindlessly scroll through Facebook and Twitter 10, 15, 20 times a day, you're a zombie. If you go on Instagram posting selfies and uh, photos of the food that you're about to eat or, you know, photos of the thing that you just bought in the shops or you're busy scrolling through people's pages that you don't even know, like, 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 heart, 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 you're a zombie. If you're walking down the street completely unaware of the street that you're walking down, just listening to some music, not looking at the people around you, you're a zombie. If you're mindlessly eating food as you're sat in front of the TV, not even noticing the taste of the food, or you're sitting opposite people in a restaurant, I've seen this happen, and you're shoveling food into your mouth so quickly it can't even be swallowed properly, you're not tasting the tastes, you're a zombie. If you refuse to try new things, I've met people like this, they don't want to try new things, they don't want to go vegan, they don't want to go gluten-free, they don't want to go dairy-free, they just want to like say there's only, you know, there's only one way of eating food and what's, what's wrong with you, why won't you eat certain foods, you're a zombie. If you're sticking to one way of thinking, if you're an atheist and you're a, f a fundamentalist atheist, you will only believe what science tells you, you're a zombie. If you're a fundamentalist Christian or a fundamentalist Muslim or a fundamentalist Buddhist, I'm not sure there is such a thing, but you're a zombie. Anything about you that is fundamentalist that refuses to see another point of view makes you a zombie. Makes you under the control of something, you're giving your power away. If you tick the boxes for any of those things, my advice to you now is either step up, listen up and change your life. And if you don't feel that you can do that, if you don't want to do that, please switch off this podcast now and go back to zombiedom. The world shall continue without you. It shall evolve without you. We shall reach a higher level of consciousness, but you just won't make it. You will stay in your lower level of consciousness in zombiedom. How do you shift out of that low level of consciousness? By turning off. From that which depletes your energy by turning off and away from that which takes you away from love. If you're watching things and reading books and listening to music that makes you angry and makes you sad, stop it. That doesn't mean that we live in a bubble of everything is love and light. We live, we choose our reality. So we, we are aware that there are circumstances, there are things happening around us that are unjust. We are aware that there's poverty in the world, that, there's, that there is um, abuse, that there are people that are doing without. We are aware of the inequalities of society and of this world. And we do things actively in our life to redress that imbalance, whether it's through 
community works that we do or our, or the career that we have or whatever, we find something so that we make a positive difference in the world. But we also choose to direct our energies to that that we want more of. Sitting around watching horror films and listening to aggressive music is not going to make you the most loving person in the world. And it's not going to make you someone who's going to bring anything positive into the world. Your interactions will be tainted by that and you will be under a kind of spell. So I want you to very carefully from this moment on, if any of this resonates with you, the invitation is that when you listen to a piece of music, you sort of check in with yourself. How do I feel? Do I feel like I'm still in control of my thoughts and my emotions? Or do I feel like I'm a little bit like a zombie, like I'm a robot, like I'm under a spell. There's certain artists, I'm not going to name them, I can't listen to their music, it makes me feel sick. It literally makes me feel sick to my stomach. Not because the music isn't good, or the lyrics aren't interesting enough. I can, you know, bop my head along to it and go, that's a good tune. But because the energetic frequency of what they're putting out there is so low, it makes me feel sick. And my, my antennae, if you like, has become so attuned because I've been a healer for so long that I can pick up on that. And there are other artists I listen to their music and it could be about heartache, it could be about loss or bereavement. It doesn't necessarily mean it's all happy clappy. But I listen to their music and I can feel that they're channeling something sacred. This is a person that's come into this world to awaken us, to inspire us to help us grieve, to help us grow, to help us voice what we can't voice ourselves. I can feel it. I can feel that the music makes me feel good. I feel satisfied like I've had a good meal. And then there's other artists I listen to and I literally feel sick. In fact, I can't get enough. It's a little bit like an addiction. So I want you to the invitation is that you notice how you feel after you listen to a piece of music. You notice how you feel when you look into someone's eyes. And whether it's a, a co-worker, a friend, a partner, an actor, an actress, someone that you see on television. How do you feel when you're looking into this person's eyes? There's some actors I simply cannot bear to watch. Not because they're not good actors. They are uh, applauded by their industry. They've won awards. They're, everyone says they're incredible. I cannot bear to watch them on screen because they make me feel sick. There's something in their energetic frequency of what they're channeling that isn't pure. Whether they're aware of that or not is another discussion. But there's something that's going on that's dark. It doesn't feel right. The movies that they do are dark. There's nothing positive that's being put out into the world. I don't want to see films about hopelessness. I don't want to see films about death and destruction. I don't want to watch blood and gore and rape and abuse all over my screens with no uh, resolution in the end. I want to see something that uplifts me, that inspires me. And if it is a cathartic story that takes me on a journey, I want to feel as if I've been taken on a journey and that some healing has taken place, not that I've just been dumped on. These days, there is so much that is accessible to us. We can watch films on our laptops and our phones. There's the cinema. There's, you know, there's music everywhere. There's music. There's advertising everywhere. We go on the tube and there's moving image advertising that we didn't have five years ago. So we are bombarded by images and symbols all the time. We're taking in more than we actually are even aware of. And it requires a really high level of mindfulness from us now to be aware of what it is that we're being fed and whether we choose to engage with that or not. Polarities have always been there. It's up to us whether we choose to engage with the light or the dark, whether we choose to engage with fear or with love. In our current age, we are seeing a lot of draconian measures coming through governments. We are seeing world leaders who are preaching anything but love. 
And we're seeing a lot of false flags, a lot of media frenzy around so-called events that in years to come will be shown to be the dramas that a lot of us know that they are. And it is for us to have discernment when we are fed a story in the media, when we are fed a story that suddenly goes viral across Facebook and Twitter and everyone's talking about it and suddenly everyone's got a new Facebook photo with a flag on it or a slogan on it. We have to ask ourselves What's actually going on here? You know, what's the real story? Nothing is as it seems when it comes to the media. The only truths that are universal are the truths that the land gives us. If you want to know what's true, go and hug a tree. Seriously, if you want to know what's true, go out in nature. Go on a vision quest. Do away with your phone and your tablet and your laptop and all of that stuff and you'll discover what's true and then you'll come back into society and you'll see how far we have veered from the truth. This is why indigenous communities and so many indigenous communities live away from these built-up cities, close to the land, close to community, close to their hearts, close to spirit, close to that connection to something greater. You won't find them out there in the cities And once they do go out there in the cities and partake of all this distraction, they very soon lose their sense of self and lose their sense of community, which is what we have done. We are being perpetually stirred up to be in a state of fear. Perpetually. We are to fear um, those that look different, speak different to us. We are to fear other countries. Everything is about fear or anger, the lower emotions. I did a lot of traveling recently And when I started off, you know, boarding planes and stuff, I felt great. I was excited. I was nervous, you know, nervous about leaving the familiar. But I was excited. I love being up in the clouds. It's beautiful. I went in with that energy. I had very smooth flights. And then I started getting stopped um, at airport after airport, not only in London, but also uh, in Sofia in Bulgaria. And I got stopped time and again, time and again, time and again. Stopped and searched, stopped and swabbed, stop, 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 stop. Wasn't wearing anything metallic, wasn't wearing any jewellery on me, didn't have anything on me. You know, all my liquids were in the little bag. I was stopped because I looked suspicious. I was stopped because they thought I looked like a terrorist. I was stopped because of the colour of my skin. Every time I was stopped, I was treated aggressively. Every time I was stopped, I got angry and I felt fear. Because you do when you're surrounded by officials in inverted commas who are making you feel like you've done something wrong. The fear started to eat away at me and it took away my sense of connection to love and it became self-perpetuating. So by the seventh time that I was stopped, I was kind of expecting it because I'd already been indoctrinated to believe that this is what was going to happen to me. And I have seen that happen to many people. You know, they they have a negative experience or an experience that instills fear in them. And then it's repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated and we start believing it. Now, this is what's happened in the media. One possibly bad thing happens, one terrible tragedy happens. But we suddenly get this scattergun of false flags. And now we are being programmed to believe that all brown people are terrorists and that we are at war with a certain part of the world. We are not at war with anyone. Governments are at war with each other because governments are seeking goals that we don't even know the full story behind yet. But one day the truth shall come out. We're just pawns in that game. 
But we can make mindful decisions. We can make choices of where we want to direct our energy and what we choose to believe. If we choose to believe that all brown people are terrorists, then we've fallen into the matrix. If we choose to believe that extremism begets extremism, that violence begets violence, that a tit-for-tat mentality has created the world that we're in, then we see that it is up to us to break that cycle of hatred by choosing to think different thoughts and behave differently. See, every time I was getting stopped and searched at the airport, I was getting more and more angry. So actually, I was being just as aggressive inside myself as they were to me, and it was just bouncing back at me. I was thinking, well, you, you, you think I'm a terrorist. You're a racist. That's what I was thinking. So I was c- coming through with that energy of like, ugh, you're all, you're, you're all racist. You're, you all think I'm a terrorist. And that was being reflected back to me. And it became a self-perpetuating cycle, and that's what we're in right now. And we need to break that cycle. The very last time I got stopped, I didn't, re- I didn't react. I, I didn't. I didn't ask why. I didn't kick up a fuss. I tried to, you know, lower my heart rate as much as possible. And she wasn't as aggressive as all the others had been with me. And as I left, as I went through passport control, I said to a very lovely man at passport control, I'm never coming back to this country. And he asked me why. He said, do you not like the country? And I said, because I love the country. I love the people. I love the country. You know, my first two weeks here, I fell in love with the country. I fell in love with the people and their open hearts. But I said, every time I've passed through uh, security, I've been, I've been stopped and swabbed. And he was surprised. He didn't understand why. He said, but, but why? And I, and I just looked at him and he went, oh, I see. And he said, well, you know, we have to do this. It's security. This is what we have to do if you want to fly. And I said, no, 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 no. That behavior has made me feel like I'm an outsider, like I'm not welcome in your country, like I don't belong here, like you don't want me. That doesn't make me feel very good. And for that reason, I don't ever want to return to this country. This is how we create walls. This is how we create fear. This is how we create rage by buying into the bullshit that we're being fed. Those people that stopped and searched me at the airports believed that they were doing their job because they had been told terrorist, in inverted commas, security risk, in inverted commas, looks like this. So when they're standing there scanning people, they're looking for what they think is a potential threat. And my tanned skin makes them think I'm a potential threat. But that's an indoctrination. That's a, a, a propaganda that they've been fed, that they're believing. If they'd made up their own minds, if they were using their instinct, if they were actually sussing people as they went past and going, how does this person actually make me feel? They may have realized, as many of the um, personnel at, at Heathrow at London realized, I didn't pose a threat. They didn't treat me with aggression because they could tell I didn't pose a threat. But when they came with that kind of attitude of I'm on the lookout for a brown face, then of course I'm going to seem like a threat to them because it's all about perception. Our perceptions are being manipulated by governments, by those who have the power to manipulate us. What we see on our TV screens, the films that are made, the music that is created, the art that is created, all of it is a manipulation of our perceptions Every now and then there are chinks of light that that take us to a place of divinity. But on the whole, we're being manipulated to not trust, to be angry, to think about ourselves, 
to fuck, to see sex as something that we just do because we do, not that it's a gateway to the divine. To not trust certain peoples based on the way they speak or the colour of their skin. To hate, to get angry, to see women as sexual objects. To sexualise children. We are being indoctrinated bit by bit. And it's working. My invitation to you is if you don't want to be a zombie, wake up, turn it off and start to think for yourself. Spend time out in nature, connect to your heart, find your connection to spirit and use your discernment. Who can you trust and who can you not trust? Your heart will tell you. And I know that underneath all of this, even those people that have treated me with racism and contempt, within them is a heart that yearns for love and connection and safety and security. They're just acting out of fear. And I feel compassion for them and pity that their fear has taken them to such a place of judgment. But we are all one. It's a tough challenge when faced with brutality and ignorance to still come into our hearts. But that's what we're here to do. What will help us to do that is to turn off from the mainstream. I do have a television. I barely watch it. I tend to watch reruns of Frasier um, and the occasional soap. That's about it. I don't watch the news, not because I'm not interested in the world. I'm very interested in the world, but because I don't want to be told what to think. I don't want to be manipulated. I don't turn on my radio stations and listen to Heart or Kiss FM or Capital or any of those mainstream stations out there, not because I have anything against them, but because their music starts to brainwash me. If I have that on all day, by the end of the day, I don't have a single positive thought in my head. I don't actually have a thought in my head. I sort of feel a bit brainwashed. I choose the musicians that I want to listen to. I I choose the songs that I want to listen to. A lot of times I listen to sound healing. I listen to um, solfeggio or binaural beats or things that are of a higher frequency. I don't uh, buy mainstream art or or have actors' photos on my walls because I don't want their eyes staring at me. I have bits of art that mean something to me from artists who had a divine connection. I paint myself and I decorate my home with things that I've painted myself. I don't eat fast food. I don't douse my food in oil and salt. Uh, I don't eat burgers and chips and uh, I don't buy food from the cheapest supermarket. Um, Not because I'm against fast food necessarily, I can see why it appeals, but because eating low vibrational food is going to bring a low vibrational frequency into my body and I don't want to do that. I go to local farmer's markets, I cook my own food. I choose how it's going to be cooked and the intention with which it is cooked. I choose to eat food that hasn't been doused in pesticides. I choose to know where my food comes from. I have a choice. You have a choice. We, in any given moment, have a choice. We will always be presented with polarities. The question is, which do you wish to choose? I truly hope that you will choose the path that is not the path of zombiedom, that you will wake up from the great sleep and start to make choices that take you ever closer to the sacred and ever further away from the profane. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.